Hello, and welcome to Alex Toth In-Depth. This is Paul Fricke, cartoonist, comics professor, and Toth junkie. This is the program where we discuss Toth's work and influence on comics, character design, and visual storytelling. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube or to the podcast. Positive reviews really help. Also, check notes for links. For daily Toth art posts on Instagram, follow at Alex Toth In-Depth, and please spread the word. Uh, for this episode, I'm going to introduce a new format called Toth Tidbits. Um, I want to do shorter episodes here and just dig deep into uh, the very uh, particulars of uh, drawings or a single panel. Um, before we get started on that, I uh, just want to remind you to check out my webcomic, Blood Orange, that I do with Tim Avers. Uh, at newdaynoir.com. Coming up, we're uh, rolling out and continuing to roll out new chapters where you'll learn more about Constance's past. You'll travel to new spots uh, around the country and globe and meet quirky crime characters. So please do check that out. So this uh, tidbit episode will focus on uh, a panel from a story called Rolling Stone. Uh, This is page four, panel one a mail call panel. So some details on this. It's a centered composition. Uh, The character is front and center and cropped pretty tightly. Uh, The composition is a power triangle um, with other uh, foreground and background elements. It it creates a very strong shape uh, and centers our eye and focuses right on the expression and reaction of the character. There are uh, cropped elements in the background, and there are overlapped elements of an envelope in front of the face that uh, brings to the fore uh, the envelope, which is the main object that we're focusing on, and the reaction to that um, by the the character. The envelope overlapping over the character's face by obscuring the face actually helps us to focus more on the character's expression and reaction, and the interplay and interaction between object uh, and character. Now, Toth can do this in a variety of ways, and um, using lettering, whether our eye goes to the image first or to the lettering, eventually we're going to get to the lettering. Now, he could, uh, as the character in this panel, is sniffing the perfumed envelope, uh, put the sniff... (laughs) At the uh, at near the nose or where the sniff is happening. Instead, he places it above the head of the character. So what happens? We are reading the uh, the text in the box, mail call. Then we read the sniff right away. Then to his thought balloon reaction, the odor lines from the envelope draw our eye down to the envelope, and then the strong diagonal of the envelope leads us to the character. Toth expertly leads us through this panel using words and pictures and the careful placement and arrangement of those to create a great flow um, and take it in in the way he intends, not just where you might think it's usually placed uh, in a comics panel. The point of view on this panel is from below. So we're getting kind of a hero shot of the character but it, it creates uh, a certain perspective. We see the ceiling above and behind the character, uh, and then 
also the character is in perspective. So not only is the character's eyes uh, are right along the perspective line, and, and again, some of the lines on the ceiling tiles are not right at the eye, which could create a tangent in a fashion. Um, instead, they're offset a little bit, and it's really interesting. And because of this uh, from below shot, the background characters, which add a little you know, uh, more fullness to the depth of the panel, are able to be cropped out, overlapped, and tucked in the corner and, and uh, make it a little less plain than just foreground character and then the ceiling. It's really smartly done. Um, and the character in perspective, um, rounded but right in line, is really uh, in the pocket and works great. Some more details then uh, as we crop in tighter to the panel. Um, the envelope, again, uh, or overlapped over the face, focuses our eye more on the face. He's using thin lines for the hair and then bold for eyebrows and, and shadows, um, which you know creates some varied line. He, no doubt, for this piece, he could have drawn two sides, um, but he probably drew this with two markers. I would venture to say a flare marker and a Sharpie for the bolder lines. I think that's all he used, and he gets a remarkable amount of um, uh, variation of line and marks uh, throughout, even with those simple lines. He's adding little dots of freckles on the character's face, which add personality, but break things up from being too flat. And then a great little detail in the eye. Instead of drawing a pupil or a highlight or whatever else, he's got a little T or cross reflection, like a window reflection in the eye. Uh, just a marvelous little detail and, uh, and, a, and a different kind of less um, literal look uh, or rendition of, of the eye and in that face. I want to pay a little attention to the lettering as well. Again, Toth is using very simple tools for this, and he's just creating great comics. It almost has an indie comics look. And uh, I don't know how you guys are, but when I'm doing comics uh, over the years, I try to clean everything up. Everything's got to be perfect. He'll white out to, to, to clean the little edges, to get a little smudgy. And Toth just doesn't care about that. He's using simple tools, as I mentioned. He's probably using a Sharpie for the bold text for the mail call title in this narration box. You'll notice when he's doing that, the letters touch a little bit, and, and, it, and it brings those words together. Um, and, and adds a little personality. And then the marker bleed that most people would clean up. You see it on the, the border of the box. He doesn't clean it up at all. He, that adds character and personality to the line and makes it of a piece with the mark making throughout the rest of the panel. Toward that end, if we go into other details here on the collar of the character, he's using thick and thin, even without a brush, just with simple markers, uh, and getting a variation of line. There are unfinished lines where things don't touch exactly, you know, like on the neck toward the, the collar, um, the collar itself. All these things, a lot of times the lines aren't touching and it opens up and adds a little action to it. And many times he'll use shadows when lines drop out to define those shapes um, and, and objects and areas. And there's a, you know, a nice little detail. There's a button on the inside of the collar and he draws a little circle and then a dot circle within it, and it creates this backward C thing that just reads great. 
and, and makes it a little less of a circle that would uh, get our attention. And then Toth does this thing throughout where he adds little dots for texture without over-rendering or fidgeting or fiddling around. On the top part of the collar, he's got a few little dots that just, that you can see that, right? When you're looking at a t-shirt at the edge, there's just this little texture at the end and he just adds that and it just works so great. And then on the other part of the collar, he uses a few little dots. He does this throughout his work for you know, on walls, on on, uh, on clothing, whatever else, and just a few dots give it the texture and make it imply to us the texture of a wider thing without rendering the crap out of everything. Um, this little detail on the hair and by the ear just uh, astound me. He's using very simple marks, sweeping uh, curved marks in the hair, and then just above the ear, he's got these little... Uh, squiggly lines that kind of define a kind of different texture in the air in the hair where the flowing hair is meeting uh, a little uh, rougher patch of hair I don't know how who renders it like this ever and he does it and I know it I've seen it in my own hair I've seen it in other people's hair and he just does it in such economical fashion it's really fascinating to me I know it's a dumb little detail but my gosh I, I love it and then the ear you know, if you look at Toast's work throughout, he has different ear patterns for a lot of characters. You know, we all can get into a, a pattern or a habit of emulating our own ears or ears of loved ones we know or, or just doing go-to ears. And he kind of mixes it up. And uh, for this ear, he's just got little tapered lines and different shapes that uh, that show the folds of the ear really nicely. I just <laughs> I love these little details. <laughs> I know you'd think I'm crazy. And then uh, another little detail. Even the Greek text, of, you know, the addressed envelope, we don't want to see the actual text because we'll read it. That's too much detail. That's not what's needed to be conveyed in this panel. We just want to know it's a letter. And the Greek that he's put in there emulates actual handwriting without letting us read it. It's just little squiggles, but then there's a little detail of an M here or a U there or something. And even the little Greek text that he does on an envelope that we're not supposed to read is stylized and has character and personality. <laughs> yeah, I'm, this guy, I never get tired of looking at, at the, the little things he does. This mail call panel from Rolling Stone. And... Um, uh, just take a look at all the details of the panels and uh, not only on this one, but study other ones to see. Take the time to just go in to really unpack and understand uh, what he's doing, how he's doing it, what decisions he's making. And then what, how much uh, mileage he can get out of just drawing simple comics with simple tools. Let's all go for it. Let's all try it. Uh, that is all the time we're giving to this episode which was edited by Olivia Hilliard. This again is Paul Fricke for the Alex Toth In-Depth program. Toth said, One learns by subtraction or addition. In ewing and honing, one's work's improvements by subtraction is far more difficult. Until next time, go with Toth. Toth.